Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident speedster of the pod, DL. How are you, mate? Real original. <laughs> speedster. I feel like I'm doing all of them. Are I feel you, like I've done you, all of them. Are you implying something? Like some kind of drug abuser? No, that you just quick. Some kind of drug user? You know, like, you were just cleaning it went off quick. <laughs> That's a bit fucking rude. Have you been, buddy? What's been happening? Uh, dude, just trying to survive, to be honest. Just trying to survive. Been ill. I can see with those fingerless gloves you're currently wearing. freezing in my apartment. (laughs) You look like you're out of some weird Oliver Twist movie. Fucking working too much. Been all sorts of things that are not conducive of good podcasting. So I'll save that for the episode of the boring podcast I do. Oh, it is what's all the about work podcast? that no one listens to. It's my other plug. We've got a spin-off podcast. If you just basically, if you're having sleep problems, <laughs> this is where I'll point you to. DL's um, woes. Is that what yeah, it's called? It's, yeah. We got 99 problems, but this podcast ain't one. Oh, uh, my man. Bless you. Anyway. Well, I got, only got back on Saturday, so I missed you being sick. Yeah, fuck off. You had like a great week. <laughs> I had the worst week ever, and Tom's yeah. out... In like paradise, frolicking in snow, frolicking through snow drifts. It was great. Had a wonderful time. Looking at, you know. Queenstown changed my life. Geysers. What do they call it when it's like the the mountain is created by the glacier, but it's no longer a glacier? They have a name for we it. Literally. It's a sound. No, you know, interestingly, so we found this out while we were Something over there. Milford Sound is not act to what it should be called. Because a sound is when it's a river that creates a section of, of mountain. Because you can tell by how v-shaped it is whereas a fjord which it should be milford fjord is actually what like how it is shaped because it's more vertical because it was just glacial ice says powering through who has no idea i know this because i'm in a helicopter ride and i learned everything and Mm. once again we are becoming the two whitest men of all time but it's quite funny that i was sick i've never seen a black guy on a glacier (laughs) (laughs) sorry i've only seen white people on this and asians (laughs) Just to be clear, amazing. What's wrong with you today? <laughs> Dude, I'm just, I'm just talking. My it's, real world, it's glacial true. experience. I, I haven't gotten any experience of yeah. that either. I which mean, is... you couldn't miss them either <laughs> if they were attending the helicopter. You're, ride. you're a bad man. No, this is just facts. I think it's funny that I got sick. I went away. You just took all of the sickness I had and had it while I was off having a great time. It's a delight. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. I feel like I, I passed the book perfectly. It's fucking carried on as well because now I got my whole team sick and they can't work. So it's just this terrible You're just working. snowballing <laughs> effect. We're going back to your other podcast. We're back onto yeah, it now. This is DL's no. woes, yeah, guys. Sorry, guys. So, guys, look, if you guys want to hear us chat about our week, feel free to stick around. But... You can also jump around with the time codes, which will be in the description. I'll pop them in there for you all so you can jump to, well, you can go back in time, you go forward in time, you can find a paradox of yourself listening to this, or, you know, you can just stick around. Mm -hmm. If you give us five stars, I will not force you to listen to my second (laughs) podcast, (laughs) Deals Woes. 
I just got a mental image problem of you going to one. all of our listeners. One by one. Forcing them to listen. With a, what do you, you call those? Like a beatbox? Not a beatbox. You're going you're to beatbox beat, at beat, them you know until they I'm listen to about. your woes no, podcast. No, no. I, can't, I don't know which is worse, you know, the woes podcast. What is it called where you walked around with the stereo? It was a big 90s Yeah, thing. it was a beatbox. No. Yeah, it was. Beatbox, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll do that. <laughs> with, with just Outside woes. Outside your window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds turns up with careless whisper and you turn up with yeah. yourself talking about the woes Fucking of your job. What wow, is, man, you're so you're so low par today. I don't uh, know what's happening. It is here. what it is, man. Can we can we like use the, the flash paradox to it's make all you find a more spunky version of yourself? It's all that speed you were talking about. <laughs> you're coming down. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Did you um, do the five star thing? Can you do the five star thing? I did the five star can thing. Can you do it again? Again? Well, five star. I can't only beg <laughs> for so many stars, guys. Can what? you please give us a five star review? If you do, you'll get nothing. <laughs> Other than my gratitude, which right now not a lot of people are getting. So that's that's and few phenomenal and content. That's what yeah, it is. It's few and far between to get that. DL, what have you been up to this week? What have you been watching, buddy? Fuck. For how negative I'm feeling today, which guys, I am feeling very negative. Uh, I've been watching a lot of positive show. <laughs> a lot of a positive show called Ted Lasso. Yes, I'm so which, happy we can finally know, talk about I this. I fucking think I need some of that in my life right now. Isn't it just the most life affirming thing of all time? It's just good fun. It's right? just nice. It is nice. What's wrong with um, a show being nice and positive? Well, it's also quite funny. Like, it's so like, funny. And, and like it's unique in the market. I don't think there's a lot of shows that explore like the cultural clash of like, you know, Europe, America, other, yeah, other cultures as well, Africa. But it's uh, so it's, it's interesting to see that cultural clash. And, and I really love that because I got a lot of friends like yourself, unfortunately, um, <laughs> from England. And I've got, you know, friends from all over. And I've always liked that about yeah, for sure. where I live and about kind of my life, to be honest. And so it kind of takes me to that unique experience that I think, uh, you know, more people should have. And I like a show about that. Um, I really like also, that. Football's funny. Football. Uh, and te- the, the, like the, 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 the sorry, not football. Football is fun, and the football jokes are fun. Yes, that's what I was going to say. The fact he has no idea for the first... How many have you watched? How much have you watched of it? I am on the last episode of the last season. Oh, my God. Or Sorry, sorry, what am I saying? The first season. Of the second season. Second season. Okay. Because I we just finished it. We just finished when we got back to the third season. You finished three or four? Three. There's only three seasons. I thought the fourth one wasn't good. Well... Isn't it out? There isn't a fourth season, so... I thought it was out. Nope, third season just came out. There's only three seasons. Sorry to, sorry to tell you this, <laughs> ruin your positivity. It's interesting. I can't wait to talk to you about this when you get back. Did you enjoy the third season? I, look, I've enjoyed all of it. Okay, it's, that's it's, really good. Stra- it's really strange because every time a new season of it has come out, like when the second season came out and the third, everyone's like, oh, it's not as good. I just think it explores different things. So, so far, the second season is just as good. It's explored. So, the second season has explored his relationship way. to his loss. Right? Yeah, and that's like a my like it's a thread. It doesn't suffer from the humor. I think some of the best Ted one-liners have been in this season. Ted is so good in this. Yeah, like I think that they Jason Sudeikis. Great. Oh my god, he's funny. This feels like the kind of show that this was actually my first one, by the way. So I'm glad you brought this up. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. we finished the third season, so I'm quite excited to come back to you on this and see what you yeah, think. Yeah, this is this feels like the kind of show that could go for like eight seasons, but for some stupid reason is only going to go for like four or five interesting you know what i mean i can imagine that like there's shows that like actually have the ability to go for longer and they just don't 
for whatever reason. And there are ones like the Big Bang Theory that go, on, go on forever. For, uh, for far too long, right? I tell um, you what's interesting, though. Like, hypothetically, let's talk hypotheticals yeah. here. Let's say it finishes after the fourth season, like you say. Let's say there's yeah. no more. It's the perfect show to bring back in five or ten years' time. Like, if you think about it logistically, Ted is from the States. Thank you. (laughs) Ted is from the States, right? Uh, He wants to be with his son. Let's think he might go back to see his son or something, whatever. He could give it up for a while. Like, that could easily happen. Or let's say just hypothetically, he he loses interest. He doesn't want to be a manager of a soccer team anymore. He wants to do something different. Like, hypothetically, you say five years down the line, ten years down the line, his son's grown up a bit, could even be a football player himself. I think there is like, and football moves on so quickly. <laughs> I'm watching Tommy die before. I'm my literally eyes. dying of cat. I've been sat in your apartment for an hour and a half, just literally with your cat staring at me. I don't know how I can survive this. Big dog, yeah. It's the it is the perfect show to bring back in five or ten years' time, and he has to, you know, reju- rejuvenate the team and whatnot. It's perfect. I get that, but the team the team will be different, right? Obviously, like that's the idea, and, the, and and that could be interesting because you'll get like you could have Jamie kind of be like a David Beckham type. Oh, he could be you the older I mean? statesman, like, like Roy Kent was in the first season. Well, of course, but he, you would be more like a David Beckham. He was like basically a washed David out, Beckham, yeah. yeah. You know, in the what latest I mean? season, yeah, yeah, or like not washed up. Like David still... Beckham never washed out, by the way. Well, when he moved to the MLS, mm. I mean, he just looked good because we're bad. Mm. He still came back to Europe. He played for AC Milan while he was in the MLS, and he played for Paris Saint Germain, two of the biggest teams in Europe. While played? he was playing, played in the, or he played? Like, he was, played. He was in those teams. He okay, won, whatever. I'm he not won a, the league with the French team. I'm not basically. a second soccer guy. I don't know. My know. point is, it, like, you could play him as a, uh, what I meant was not a washed up player, a washed up, like, star that's kind of like yes. a C-list celebrity. Yes. Um, and that kind of like that, he's at the beginning of the second that season. That would kind of, yeah, exactly. That would play for the character. Uh, but point being, yeah, it's good. I think. Um, How the have you avoided written... spoilers, by the way? They are Ted Lasso? Yeah. What everywhere. could the spoiler be? They win the Premier League, they lose the Premier League. I don't watch it because the story's compelling. I watch it for the characters and like the funny parts. And like, I'm not actually interested in if Richmond makes it back to the fucking premier league. I was, I was invested. But I, I, I guess I am. It's like a minor concern, but it's like, I more so want it to be funny. Whatever happens. Sure. You know what I mean? And would and you, would, would you now watch uh welcome to Wrexham? I would have watched that anyway, but they, uh, <clears throat> they did mention the Wrexham owners in the show. Did they? Yeah. Ryan I must Reynolds miss that. And the other guy, what's his name? Uh, Rob McElhenney. Rock, yeah, they mentioned it, and uh, it's a great song in the Rex. You should really watch the Rex. No, I would it's watch really it. I, I think it'd be like again, like this is the kind of thing I like. This culture clash. It's pretty funny. Yeah, um, I, I like the fact that Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds have also no idea about football either. They're literally just like. I wonder if someone saw that and was like, "Let's make a show about it." Or did it come out before that happened? So the Jason Sudeikis sketch as a soccer coach is years old. I think it goes back to when he used to be on SNL. So like uh, he's had that brewing his, for a long ba- time in his bag yeah so uh, interestingly they find like because then he made a bunch of adverts about it in the states do you remember them it no. was all i can't remember, it's like a betting app or something i can't 100 remember but he really? made but it, it was really funny and it was like genuinely like so they literally made the skit into a show yeah interesting it went from being like a skit to an ad to a genuine full show who's your I favorite that. who's your favorite character in the whole thing yeah uh i like rebecca i think she's great she is great she's also very sexy She's really sexy. And did like, you know about her before? I'm she's not, older. Yes. I don't I didn't know about her before. She's also incredibly like she's she's a tall lady. And no, she is. 
that's not for me on like 99.999% of people's. What's wrong with Something, the tall lady? I don't know. I don't know what it is, legs. DL. It's because I'm only 5'8 yeah. and I'm scared of people taller than no, me. She's, she's super sexy. They, Dude, somebody on that writing room has got a foot fetish though. There's like 10 different oh scenes. Oh my God. It's like goddamn Tarantino it is. wrote yeah, this thing. It is. It's and like no judgment, but it's funny because I was like, did Tarantino, he got a writing credit? He surely. <laughs> like, yeah, is, yeah. There, is there a producer credit? There'll the be show? like a tent in Quarantino on yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> For sure. On the, on the writing credits. So they, uh, yeah, love her. She's great. I She's agree. great. What about you? Who do you like? I think that the best part is it's a really hard decision for this show. There's okay. so many. There are a lot of good characters. There's so many good, well-written characters. I really do like, uh, <laughs> like Jamie Tart. Do you? I, I just like think he plays the, like yeah. the, the dry, like kind of, uh, aloof, like I don't realize I'm a dickhead. Dickhead. So I can't. Well. I can't wait for us to come back in a week or so's time uh, and talk about the final season. It's so. It's so funny. In the final season, does he have blonde tips? He he's very inspired by that David Beckham character I have with seen the, a meme. the curtains. Yeah, 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 I have seen a meme. So I really like him. Um, I'd say obviously Ted Lasso. Roy Kent, by the way. Ted Le- Ted Lasso's great. So is Roy what Kent. a hilarious like. Just everything. Is it? Is it? Is it? Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Although I tell you, the worst part of this entire show uh. is anytime they actually pretend they're playing football, it looks. Any, Didn't mind maybe it. not to you. Yeah. To anyone who's actually watched any football, awful. It looks. Ah, it, and none of them are like the shape of an actual footballer. What do you mean? It, what does it look like? You mean it's like CGI or something? No, as in like none of them actually know how to run. It's like the Flash. We're going to talk about in a bit. They well, all different. they all look like they they it's they're all bad. the only player who can actually play football by the looks of is Jamie Tarr. Surely the Mexican guy too. He's all right. He's he looked fine. like he was all right. He's fine. But the rest yeah. of them, not a chance. McAdoo, the guy who's the captain, the the angry black guy. Well, the, I don't even think that I've seen a scene where he hits the football. He or kicks it. Just look. He's the wrong shape to be a footballer. No, that, I I've literally never seen him in a play sequence. Yeah, it's not good. I think they keep him out probably Not good. Well, he but, gets more playtime as it goes on, I'll tell you that. And no, like, the I, scene where uh, Jamie Jamie Tart yeah. gets, like, that free kick from almost, like, the halfway point, that actually looked pretty good. Yeah, pretty dope, right? I was like, damn. That's a very David Beckham thing as well. That actually happened in the 90s. Look, we are getting carried away talking about this show. You're going to finish it, right? Yeah, dude. I'm and gonna we're going to finish talking about it next time. I myself feel better about this week by watching it tonight. Like, it's my therapy. Fantastic. Oh, man. Sure. it's such- I've watched that first season a couple of times. The, yeah. the best... I'm going to stop talking about it in a second. The best scene in the whole show is in the first season, I think, personally. Mm. And you'll have seen it. It's the scene where he plays darts against the old owner. I've forgotten his yeah. name. And he's just like the whole... Uh, people don't ask anyone yeah, just good. ask questions not it's, that funny but good it's not funny but the thing is it's just so it's so touching yeah no it's good it's great it's good i did a fun thing this week outside of you finishing do? ted lasso we i had a real kick on the comedy after we uh we went a couple of weeks ago uh, i've been on theo vaughn as well to be fair interesting so i yeah. watched a dude called andrew santiago who i know i think he's part of the joe rogan yeah, Joe Rogan's got his own bloody um, comedy club down in Texas. Yeah, the mothership. I think he's one of the the prodigies that's come out of that. Mm. Anyway, he's got a new show. It's on Netflix. It's called Cheeseburger. Like, I Is it didn't a comedy I, show or it's a yeah, it's skit. a comedy. It's a stand up. Okay. I didn't um, I didn't love it, but like it was pretty funny. Like, it it certainly was entertaining enough to keep keep on top of. I'd get, I'd, I'd recommend giving it a go. Like, if you if you're fancy a comedy and you're a, bit, I always watch that shit. Yeah. For sure, I'll do it. 
I feel no. like we need a new Andrew Schultz on Netflix. We yeah, need some but, new Schultz. Andrew in. Schultz isn't even that like his Netflix stuff isn't even that good. I didn't it, love that. Andrew Schultz. Well, it's like a, it's a weird. It's more of like a skit show. Yeah, it was. Um, it was, no, it was like it was like short, ten minute like rants. It kind of felt like an Instagram or a YouTube video on Netflix. Yeah. Or like a TikTok thing. A take on like uh, what do you call it like late night shows where they do the monologue bits like that was like his monologue before he goes and interviews a person but there wasn't that that seems a lot like what it was maybe it was his audition um no he would never do that yeah (laughs) his look andrew schultz is like one of the best in the game right now so it's like hard to be like i just want another one theo vaughn man give him a look i I have to give him a shout he's one of the he's one of the better ones on right now he's got some funny shit going on he on netflix He's got two on Netflix. Okay. His most recent one is better than his older one. Ooh. His older one's good, but he, I feel like he got way better in the most recent one. Okay, I'll give that a shout. Theo Vaughn, I'll write that down. What else have you been up to, buddy? Been continuing my trek on Sweet Tooth. It's kind of just something that's simple for Gail and I to watch while we eat and not argue about watching. <laughs> but I thought it took both you four of weeks us, to get through one episode. Yeah, so it's taken us a couple more <laughs> weeks to get through another one. But it's like... You know, it's it's like we both suffer because of this because neither of us is really that interested. Why are you watching it? Because it's something we just kind of need to finish at this point. I think we're on like our third watch through of Friends at this point. You know, when you're both I like, prefer that, but Gil doesn't like Friends. It's nine p.m. and you're like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't want to pick something. Just put anything on. It's almost always Friends at this point. Which I love is... that for I love that for me, but I can't get Gil into it. <laughs> the there's like the funny part is there's so many. Like really, really good sitcoms that I think she would like, but because yeah. I just don't think that that was a thing in Europe. I don't think sitcoms are a thing. It's like hard to get her to like. Friends was buy in. Is it? We've talked. About, we've definitely talked about this on the show before. I, mean, and I, I won't go Belgium. too deep. It was Seinfeld that we didn't get, but I wonder if it's the humor. Like obviously, you know, speaks French. I wonder if it doesn't quite correlate. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Because it is just really dry. And dry is hard to... Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. I'm not Bro- into it. She doesn't like... My partner doesn't like Brooklyn Nine-Nine either. Well, chicks don't like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't get it. It is a girl thing, I think. It's so pro... It's so pro-female. It's... No, it is. But that's the weird part. I think maybe people just don't like uh, Jake Peralta. Like the, the... Maybe he doesn't appeal to the female. Interesting. Which he's a big part of the show. Yeah, he so is. So if you didn't like him... I watched a really funny video on, I keep talking about Nils, nostalgic. I feel like I'm a spokesperson for them. They do really good like breakdowns of like the best episode of this. And they did one for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. And their idea for the best episode was, do you know the one where it's the dentist? Yep. And it's literally just Peralta and Holt in the interrogation room the whole time. They're trying to break him. But the dentist's incredibly intelligent and keeps outwitting them. Yep. You remember the one I mean? Yep. You, you seem like you, yep. 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 <laughs> no, I do. He, he eventually gets in with his ego. Yep. Like it's 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 perfect. It's such a good video. And maybe go back and watch that sh- that episode. There's so many good episodes like that. It's fucking great. It's such show. a good such a good show. Timers. I tell you the last thing I got up to this week, and I'm gonna highly highly recommend this to you. I think you think your partner might like it. Mine did. Mine absolutely loved it. It's a new Netflix documentary. It's called Chimp Empire. If Dude, you haven't seen it my already. My sister was just texting me about this. Oh my God. She said it's, it's really good. She it's said, Mahershala Ali. What did she say? It was, she said it. Well, I don't know what it fucking is about. So let me just give you her description. Well, let me give you her description. <laughs> first. Do you need a lot more than that? Well, no, because you just said it's got Mahershala Ali. So I'm no, like, no. What? He's, he's, he's voicing it. He's okay. the voiceover. 
She caught she, what Bakshal Ali is just in the jungle yeah, with a like, bunch of chimps. Like, now sounds racist. Um, <laughs> she said, well, this is an update on the Net, Netflix password crackdown as well. Oh, wow. She said, just got a message that I'm not a part of your Netflix household anymore. Ooh. Totally understand slash respect if this was intentional. But in case it was not, did you change your password? I said, ha ha. Yeah, I blocked you. No, <laughs> it's probably just their password sharing crackdown. Proceed to share the article of their password sharing crackdown. Uh-huh. Sad, she says. Unfortunately for them, I do not value the service enough on my own. <laughs> I said, uh, I think there's an ad-based one. You know, if you want that's cheaper, sorry. She says, KK, thanks. I'll be fine. Chimp Empire wasn't worth it anyway. Whoa. And I said, ha ha. And then she said, the TV show I was trying to watch. And I said, oh, that sounds pretty badass, actually. She says... It's like Succession, but Natural Geographic and chimpanzees. Like, she's an idiot. And then, no, no. I said, it sounds pretty badass. Then she goes, honestly, it's fascinating. I love it. Very soothing to what? watch. She I just, was like, this doesn't jive with what you just said. She just counterbalanced herself, counteracted herself. Yeah, and then she goes, in a strange and confusing turn of events, I am back in, in case you were vicariously concerned. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah. It's four episodes, right? That's all it is. Each one's about 45 minutes to 50 minutes. And it follows uh, a tribe of, well, chimps, duh, in a rainforest in Africa. And it is like, I've never been as like fascinated outside of a David Attenborough documentary as I was with this. Okay. Like, it has everything. It's got the chimpies. It, you think you think it's going to be like, oh, this is, it's like. I'm down. I love animal shit. Dude, it's like full on like gang warfare. It's yeah, amazing. Chimps are cray cray. Yeah, they are. They Check it out. Also murder and eat each other. I don't know if they eat each other. They definitely murder Maybe each other. Maybe not this. Wow. It do does they? happen in the wild. That's Joe Rogan always talks about it. Bloody he hell, Joe video. Rogan. He knows everything, that guy. But yeah, look, seriously, the animals. I couldn't recommend highly enough. Like Mahershala Ali's voice is just so soothing as well. Like even mm. when the even when shit's going down, you're like, Mahershala is here. I feel safe. <laughs> The chimps can't get me. Is this so he was doing this instead of Blade? Well, that DL is actually an absolutely fantastic segue. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for saying that. I do my best. Talking about Marvel. Let's do my best. talk a little bit about Have You Heard, where we talk about things which we call it the news. Is it the news? It's usually just things we hear on Instagram, really. But like, yeah. did you hear this week? And I'm going to skip to my last one because big changes happening to Marvel DL. Now, they're blaming the writer's strike. But I have a sneaky suspicion that, I, as I said the other week, this is just Marvel MCU getting their ducks in a, in a row. So there is a whole heap of Disney projects which have been pushed back. Now, to just mention some of the ones which are specifically for the MCU, Captain America, the new Captain America, Brave New World that we talked about last week, that's been pushed. It's now coming out in August of twenty four. Thunderbolts, that movie that you're super pumped for, that's all the bad guys mm. nobody actually cares about, is now coming out in December of 24. This just feels like so far away, saying 24, and it's not. It's like next year. The Blade movie that we just joked about is now coming out on February 25. Fantastic Four is now in May of 25, and the Kang Dynasty is early 26. So... I think this is Marvel just getting their shit in a row and going, oh, it's the writer's strike. Oh, no. But really, it's like, we are screwed. Plus, mm-hmm. also, Jonathan Majors might be in prison until 2026. So, 
It's probably a good time for them. <laughs> if he's in prison, it's for a lot longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> if that's, that's the way this Well, goes. it's 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 um it's yeah. the length of time it will take until Disney throw enough money at it to go to make it go away. Like they, like Warner Brothers been, did with been, Ezra Miller. That's not been Disney's move up True. until Ezra Miller. But to be no, fair, no, that was that was Warner Brothers. Ezra, so. and even then, Ezra Miller wasn't this bad. Oh, the like. Ezra Miller did a lot of. He did a stuff. lot of stuff, but it was all kind of really obscure. Man. It was like, dude, it was he's like, a bad bloke. Like, can we can we just talk about it? It was really obscure. It was like Ezra Miller. They went to a karaoke joint, sang, and he yelled at the woman, and then chased the woman home Bro. from the karaoke joint to her house. It's like, why? Look, I'm not gonna. Somebody, it, somebody needs to just YouTube. Go and Google this. Look, he did a lot of bad things. I know, but what? He's a fucked up. We person. can have humor Sorry. about this. In the Sorry, sense that they are a fucked up person. Th- in the sense that what the fuck? Yeah, it's more. I it's, get it. it's what way more obscure than like fucking what's his name? Which is like he just like abused Jonathan Majors. Which is like okay, well that's not really <laughs> none not, of it's good. There's no room for laughter there. None like, of it's good. Like, <laughs> like, oh no, I'm just trying to. For some reason, I could f- kind of laugh at the idea that Ezra Miller went to a karaoke bar, got absurdly drunk didn't enjoy someone's karaoke and then proceeded to stalk them to their house. Yeah. It's kind of really obscure. That's Why like, would you do that? That's the most obscure one. There are other ones which yeah. are just not a lot of fun to talk about, which part of the reason I didn't like this movie we're going to talk about today. Okay, but okay, talking about okay. the Disney slate, going back to it, do you think you care about any of their movies being pushed back? No. Blade? Was Blade pushed back? Did you say Blade? Yeah. It's coming out early 25. I guess I care about that. Interestingly, though, Deadpool, which is currently midway through filming, has been brought forward, which is nice. That is now coming out in May of 24, rather Mm. than whenever it's coming out previously. So I do think it's a good opportunity for Disney to get their ducks in a row. And they can blame the right strike, basically. DL, did you hear this week one that you're excited for, and I know I'm excited for, The Witcher Season 3 got a trailer and release dates. I am not sure I'm excited for this. Look, it's Cavill Swan song. I'm going to watch the hell out of this. I'll watch it, but I kind of will pity watch it. (laughs) I'm not going to expect much. Maybe I'll like it more. I'd be intrigued. I think you'll like it. I think you'll get into it. Do you wreck? I did it in the last second season. I was like, this is going to be crap. And then I got into it and I was like, I actually still had hope. I still had hope for the second season. Until I got rid of. But the fact that they that he basically disowned the entire franchise yeah. does not set bode well for this true. season. That's incredibly true. And it's also it's like the worst. It's worse than the Netflix effect of like canceling something. It's like they announced that he wasn't going to return as The Witcher before the new season of The Witcher came out, yeah. and they announced someone replacing him that I don't really like. So it like even more divests my interest in this show than if you canceled it because if you cancel it at least it could come back yeah this it will always be ruined by liam hemsworth a different face yeah yeah so i, would, I, I still wonder how they're gonna do it i think they might doctor who it he'll like he'll get like stabbed and he'll so the ma- universal dagger yeah some magical happen some on him and he's all of a sudden looks like shit. a different person yeah it's like the magic changed your appearance. There's literally no way they the only thing they can do is just not <laughs> acknowledge he's a different person at all. That would be weird. That's a hundred percent the only How thing. weird would that be? It's that's like the only thing they can do. Imagine I came in here one time and it was just Jason Sudeikis what do you sat mean? here that's instead how, of you and you were like, Hey Tommy, it's DL here. I'd that's how like, like recastings work though. Yeah, a lot of times. So like that's totally what's gonna happen. 
Ah, oh, man, that would suck. Imagine if the rest of the cast stays the same. I guarantee you that's what it, what's going to happen. We wanted and Jennifer. If they, and if they don't do that, it's going to be something so much worse. You're going to wish they did that. Yeah, that would be funny. That's my prediction. I'm so excited to see what they do with this. Like, in general, it's going to be utter nonsense. To be fair, they'll probably do something where they, like, make, uh, you know fucking yasker jabber on but oh you look a bit younger mate like oh you know that, that such a great opportunity like for him it. to monologue yeah. on that yeah he's grown um, on me well look anyway that is coming out the first yeah. volume is coming out on the 29th of june and the second volume is coming out on the 27th of july so just long enough for your 30-day trial to run out so you have to actually pay for it or Perfect. find a new email address <laughs> Perfect. i'm done man like i i would i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the hell out of this I think it's this one song. Let's give it, and then and then just stop watching when Hemsworth starts. You know what I mean? I'll probably watch when that starts too because I'm just that curious how this train wreck. I'm not that curious to be honest with you, but I also, you know, I also like am paying for Netflix. It's true, you're paying for it. People, people don't fucking do that anymore. (laughs) I love love how nonchalant your sister was about it. She was like, bro. Have you changed your password? And no, like, she she was like really weirdly formal about it. I would have oh. been like, "Bitch, what are you doing? Like, you change your password? Where you go? Give me this shit." <laughs> I don't respect. She was like, "I respect and understand." I was like, "I don't respect or understand." Yeah, yeah. The, I feel Why like, are you doing this to me, bro? Who do you think you are? This is my password. I'm like dabbing off of. Anyway, Amazing. the uh, I did see the Craven the Hunter trailer. Oh my days! See how bad that! I wasn't gonna even talk about this. It's so bad. So bad. It's it's. Literally looks like a worse version of uh, what's the Jared Leto Morbius. Morbius. It's like, you know, you saw the Morbius trailer, you're like, yeah, it's not gonna be good. You see this, you're like, yeah, it's not only not gonna be good, this is gonna be really bad. I can't even, I can't even. It's really bad. It's like each villain they introduce is because Morbius was Marvel versus Marvel, yeah, yeah, Spider not Marvel, the Sony Spider Verse. Each character they do introduce in this non Spider Verse, Spider Verse universe, yeah, say that five times fast is fucking worse than the next absolutely i didn't think anything could be worse than morbius like venom was okay like you giving shit about the venom movie like compare that to those two it's fucking eons better well did you did you hear uh russell crowe's brought his thaw love and thunder accent with him well it was russian was i mean it's the same it's the same accent it sounds awful it's awful (laughs) no that one was more i rewatched all of and thunder recently it's very similar yeah why would you do that i feel like he just got one i feel like no he's more wog and in Thor Love and Thunder isn't he he, he like yeah. plays he basically as an Australian plays it's his the fruit walk that's what it is that's a, that's a local <laughs> reference no one will understand <laughs> I don't even western what is it western something gentleman I don't have a clue Whatever. anyway it just means like Lebanese guy it's probably a bad pretty joke. much yeah it's probably not good I should have said that but I didn't love that performance anyway so like it's it's easy to be like this isn't cool but if it was a good performance you could maybe get away with it yeah man yeah yeah yeah. What I will say is I did see Sasha Cal, uh, is that her name, in this uh, movie we watched? The, the Flash. Is uh, talking to Warner Brothers about returning. Um, interesting. Well, that's interesting. That's a conversation we we're going to yeah. have at the end interesting. of Interesting. The... We'll have to have a conversation about that. Let's come back to the end of the podcast. Yeah. DL, did you see any of the game trails that came out over the past week or so? Because it was like a game con or something. Wasn't There's like always Xbox one of these or things. something? And yeah. I, I didn't see anything i'm interested in which is weird usually there's something i'm like i would say it was an xbox thing but they released like a trailer for the upcoming final fantasy 7 remake part 2 whatever it's called rebirth i think so it must mm. have been some playstation as well but the thing that's caught a lot of people's eye and we shared with this by friends of the show ryan and chris 
Mm. Specifically, is the new Star Wars Outlaws game. Did you see that? No. It looks so cool. Really? It's like... How have I not seen this? It's the first truly open world Star Wars game, right? And it looks like it takes... Do you remember when we did our episode on Star Wars games that you'll never get to play? Guys, go and listen to that one. It's a really fun episode where we are just talking about things that we wish we could play, but we'll never... And there was a Star Wars game which got cancelled called Star Wars 1313 that was like in the seedy underbelly of Coruscant and they were all thieves and they were all... Do you remember that? Vaguely, yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember the Darth Maul one where he was like... Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. Where badass. he like was badass and then like they released like... It got canned because they released the Clone Wars <laughs> game where he became like a spider or something and kind of ruined everything. Well, I would have loved to play that game. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the spider legs. Yeah, that's you right. know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, I do. Well, this one, it's based in the CD Underbelly again, and you're an up-and-coming thief slash rogue, and it looks a lot of fun, and people are hyped. Like, imagine a truly open-world Star Wars game. I would be super down. I cannot find this anywhere on IGN. <laughs> Just watch this. <laughs> We're back. We're back. It doesn't look terrible. I think it looks great. I don't know if I'm ready to say great. Some of the Ooh. shooting looked a little bit buggy and kind of not really that. It's very early doors though. It looks it looks kind of like, okay, like that kind of looks like Mass Effect 2, which came <laughs> out, you know, a decade ago. But all that said. Is there a is there a release date for with it in the article? <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even find the news. I couldn't even find it on IGN. I had to like Google it. Let's see. Doesn't look like they've given a release date, unfortunately. Huh. I thought there was a release date. No, it doesn't look like it. Does not look like it. Well, thank you, friend of the show, Chris, and friend of the show, Ryan, for sharing that. We really appreciate it. If you guys want to send us anything, please do. You can find us at PodcastAmble on Instagram or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. We love it when you send us stuff. Tag us in memes. I'll go to our website, www.podcastassemble.com. I'm getting more and more high-pitched. DL, final bit of news before we move on. Yes. This is one I think you're going to like. I'm, and I'm this interested. is one I'm fascinated by. Let's hear it. Now, you remember in COVID when Warner Brothers kind of went, shit the bed and threw everything on Max and kind of went, ah. It made sense to me, but. I mean, it made sense to us because we were the viewers. But yeah. if you're Chris Nolan, you tend to get your nose out of <laughs> joint. very, and, very angry about You know, fl- flick your hair aside and maybe yeah. you throw your scarf over your shoulder and go, yeah. I'm out. I'm out, guys. Yeah, I'm going to Universal. Is that what happened? So basically he left and yeah, he, he's releasing Oppenheimer under Universal. All because of that. However, in a mad twist DL, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Warner Brothers want him back. Don't. And they are, they effectively, so the, the rumor is they just gave him a seven figure check and said, please come back. We really want you. Seven figures. Yeah. Low how millions. Many, how many, yeah. I mean, just him personally, not for a movie or anything. They just, just went, just for a contract. have like $5 million and please, please come back. We, Interesting. We're running out of good content. They we, were like, dude. All right, well, I mean, he's one that's worth it, I'd say. I would say so too. But in a, in a time when Warner Brothers are just like ditching films to try and get a tax release, relief on them, I feel like that's a, str- it's a bold move. I mean, one good movie pays that back. Eons. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder what Oppenheimer will do. I wonder if it'll do big numbers. It's no one. It'll probably do all right. And yeah. Cillian Murphy's kind of like pretty big now. He's hot too. shit right now. Especially off Peaky Blinders. Yeah, so I'm saying like he's he's got a following as well yeah. at this point. Um, I rate it's him. not like it's some random 
unnamed protagonist. <laughs> you hate that. <laughs> I love how much you hate that movie. Yeah. Seeps in every week. Which was worse, Tanette or The Little Mermaid? Uh, Tough questions. Bringing out the big guns. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is hard. Because they're bad for such completely different reasons. Oh, well, that's why like, it's Like, if fun. you had, like, the spectrum of why things are bad, those are, like... <laughs> opposite ends that's why it's a fun question yeah little mermaid is just like trying to please everyone the protagonist is or tenant is just so far up its own ass it's not trying to please so anyone <laughs> so, so it's like what what one do i hate more gotta say the little mermaid i'd rather see tenant it's nice just, you know because i'm a guy it's cool. nice Guns. what was what was the award we had for most up its own ass i think tenet would have won that that year their award yeah. The what? The Jamie Oliver. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tanette would have won that that yeah, year. for sure. Completely. All right, DL, do you want to preface our main topic? Uh, Sure. Let us do this. So there was quite a few superhero movies that have come out. Uh, this one's been in the making for quite a long time. It's Over 10 years. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was announced back in 2014. With the same actors? Yes. Well, you think Man of Steel came out in what, 2012? And then they rushed into production for... Batman vs. Superman, and then so the Justice League. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what it is. It's The Flash. So yes. we've we've watched The Flash. It's finally out. Will you maybe summarize, before we kick this off, the history of when it was announced and why it's been delayed so much, including what you are willing to say about the Ezra Miller saga, because I, quite frankly, am not briefed on anything other than his karaoke, karaoke uh, antics. I'm not going to say anything about Ezra Miller. Go and Why? Google. I'm going to say to the, the peoples, go and Google Ezra Miller's. It's, it's relevant to the conversation, is it not? Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of bad stuff. Um, long story short, they rushed this into production because they thought Zack Snyder was going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder turned out... They they were scared of his vision, right? They got scared. Moldy? Yeah. <laughs> They got scared of his vision and they ran away from it. So then Joss Whedon came in, tried to remake the Justice League. They spent the next five years trying to rejuvenate the franchise by trying different things. You remember they did Suicide Squad. They did that Harley Quinn movie for some reason. <laughs> they did a bunch of weird stuff, including our famous rating system, Aquaman 2018, the most average movie we know. Yes. Then COVID hit which pushed it back even further. And as we came out of COVID, it turns out that Ezra Miller did a bunch of terrible things, which, you're which he which you're absolutely yada, shouldn't yada have done. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, long story short, the, they are just at the very, very edge of the time where people are a bit like kind of forgetting about some of the stuff he'd done and are kind of willing with the fact that Michael Keaton's in this film to go, ah, fuck it, I'll go to the cinema and see it. Mm-hmm. So 10 years later... It has arrived. Okay. Now, DL, do you want to give me your stupid plot summary before we go into non-spoilers and spoilers? My stupid plot summary for The Flash is thus. An investigation into the causes and creation of bros and bro culture having a loving mom. Oh. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's kind of The only real difference. Yeah, completely. And he's a bro. Isn't it weird that having a loving mom turned him into a douchebag? Yeah. That's so He was loved too much. Yeah, too much. (laughs) Okay, mine's a little bit different. The irony of a movie about time travel where the lead actor can literally go back in time and change things is lost on no one, considering Warner Brothers, would probably like to go back in time and change the fact they put Ezra Miller in the lead. (laughs) 
I guess. They Lost even, on no one. Don't they even acknowledge that at one point, like subtly? I don't think so. I think they make a joke about... That would be awful. In the very beginning about like... I, I, God, I swore. I, I, don't want, I wanted to write it on my phone, but we were in the theater. Uh, yeah. I don't there were actually a surprising amount of people for a Sunday yeah. morning in the theater. There was like 15. I was like, yeah. what is happening? Go get a life, people. You don't obviously all do podcasts. So... DL, before we get into the the director and cast, do you want to guess for me, firstly, the IMDb score for this? 7-8. Oh, 7-4. I thought you had it. You love a 4 as well. You love a point four. I I thought it was right there for you. Yes. Right there for you. Okay, now what about the Rotten Tomatoes score? Uh, The Rotten Tomatoes score would be a solid 82. Oh, it's 66. Really? Yeah. I thought people liked this movie. Mm. Maybe I'm just believing the mm. Tom Cruise hype. What is yeah, Mate produced this? I was, was going to say yeah. that. This is what, like, I can't believe they literally got Tom Cruise to say that about this. What do you think about the Metacritic? What do you guess? Uh, Metacritic would Combined be percent. be like 51. Oh, it's 57. Okay. Not far off. Interestingly, the critic score was 56 and the user score was 5.9. So... It's pretty, like that's one of the closest I've seen it in a long time. I think most people are just like, ah, it's a film, which was directed by An- Andy Muschietti, which I'm never going to say right. Mm. Interestingly, you were talking before we started the podcast about Batman's and Batman movies. He has just been confirmed to be directing the new James Gunn-led DC Batman reboot, which will be called The Brave and the Bold. Mm. So that's interesting because... I didn't like this movie, but the best <laughs> bits about it were the Batman bits. I guess, yeah. So it's interesting that they've gone, oh, he can do Batman. Let's put him as a Batman guy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, anyway, so... Where are we going with Batman? Sorry, I, I, whenever I know, you put man, me you on a Batman me. track. You tell me. I guess we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, okay. Well, save well, that yeah, for the actually, end. let's save that for spoilers. Yeah. So this has a bunch of cool people in it, which, you know what? I like the cast for this. Sasha Cowell, the Supergirl, I found really great. We'll talk about performances shortly. Uh, ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Michael Keaton also is Bruce Wayne. Michael Shannon returns as General Zod. Uh, I wanted to call out as well Barry Allen's parents in this. So we had Maribel Verdu, who was mm. Nora, and Ron Livingston as Henry Allen. I thought they were like, a really good family dynamic around him, even though she turned him into a, a fuck boy. Yeah. I thought that they, the, I think this is one of the good things they did in this movie was the emotional connection, the yeah. family. They, they grounded it kind of emotively similar to like guardians, like these superhero movies when they're done well with like touching emotions are, are better. Yeah, of course. And of course. But yeah, I, I like the fam bam. Well, talk to, talk to me about yeah. the plot then before we get into it. Like what, what kind of happens in this film? If you can surmise, <laughs> uh, God, <laughs> the flat, there's a pretty funny there's, there's opening. a flash and there's a no there's a pretty funny opening sequence i thought it was a bit ridiculous i quite like the opening but it actually. was funny the opening was the best part yeah. for me um where we see the flash just kind of like trying to eat everyone slow making a sandwich eat he, everyone slow no he's he's trying to eat <laughs> everyone slow in a coffee shop that he's yeah. that he's trying to get a sandwich from you know and basically through the course of him ordering the sandwich and the sandwich being delivered for him, he basically goes and, and saves runs Gotham. off and saves like yeah. an entire like hospital from yeah, collapsing it's, it's and blowing up. Yeah. It's a good little sequence. 
um, while he's on the phone with like Bruce Wayne, yep. aka in this scenario Ben Affleck at that point, uh, kind of giving him shit the whole time. So I I enjoyed that. That's how it started. From there, it becomes you know a tight story, but a fairly yeah. familiar one at this point. Mm. Around uh, you know time meddling to solve past traumas, past absolutely you know, tragedy. That ends up having unexpected, but at this point expected results um, to the timeline and and kind of drastic repercussions to our superheroes kind of world. And we explore that really. And and Ezra Miller, as he sorry, at the Flash, as he tries to fix it, fix his yeah. mistakes. Yeah, and, absolutely. I found the plot of this really hard to focus on because the CGI was fucking dreadful. <laughs> so you know what's interesting? And I've, I've just realized this in this feel, moment while like you were talking. a stylistic choice, though, like, honestly. I CGI, think like, they just ran out of money. You reckon? I reckon they just ran out of money. It was when, that bad that I was, was like, so it must be a bad. stylistic choice. You're talking about, in particular, the uh, the times when they go into, like, the multiversal speed. Yeah, and we'll save a lot of that for zone. spoilers, but yeah. But that's what you're talking Literally, about. Literally, yeah. Because that's when it's, like, Mostly. noticeably, like, a different style to the point Yeah, it's of, a PS2 cutscene. Like, yeah. Literally. the entire time <laughs> like yeah i've just realized this and this is funny when we talk about movies which are sort of deep and interesting like last week when we talked about the tragedy of Macbeth, for example i think you overanalyze them and i try to make fun of them whereas when it's a stupid bloody comic book movie I way overanalyze them and you these, just make fun of them. These it's aren't like, made to be analyzed that way. I, it just annoys you know what I mean? me. Like the Macbeth is literally made to be analyzed that way. Oh, completely. Why but would like, you spend you, are your calories are you telling me that... analyzing this fucking movie? <laughs> it's like there's nothing are you, there. Are you telling me that this movie, which is about sacrifice and, and family and et cetera, that you can't analyze some of it? I'm telling you, like, I don't hire a sommelier to go analyze a McDonald's, <laughs> but I do at Nomads, like, because that's what they're for. You, you, know know? you know what is interesting about this movie? Let's say, hypothetically, it did come out in 2014, whenever it was supposed to actually come out. Yeah. This would have been one of the first multiversal movies. It would have been way ahead of its time. It would have been before Loki, would have been before all of the MCU stuff that's happened, probably before Into the Spider-Verse. I think that was 2012, maybe. It was. It would have been one of the OGs, and it would have been a fresh new idea. But because it's come out, yeah. everything's everything everywhere all at once. Every, literally has done this. Literally, every fucking superhero. Every every studio that's released a superhero movie yes. in the last ten years has done this. You know what it is? It's the new. It is the new Skybeam. Multiverses <laughs> are the new Skybeam. They are Skybeam. That's what's all. I, I mean, in this movie, it is a Skybeam as well, kind of. It, like a sky ball. ball of sky yeah sky ball sky ball so the the basic plot of the movie like you say is it kind of draws from a couple of different comics i'm not going to mention one of them because it does kind of spoil it a little bit well, we kind of knew it was coming from the flashpoint we kind of knew that was a big part of this and it is around barry allen using the time force to try and mess with time and the consequences that has and i find it interesting that he spends a lot of this movie with himself just younger as a counterpart it's like an odd dynamic i don't mind that no no i, quite I think like, that's I probably the it. most unique part of this take on this familiar yeah plot and i, I did like the fact that it returned mm -hmm. like quite nicely based on the time it, it it's taken to come out to that man of steel movie like that time frame so a lot of this takes place 
in that frame around when Zod arrives. He's obviously in a lot of the trailers for this. And it really doubles down on that. Where's Superman? I really like that in this. I thought it was like a fun dynamic of them having to try and figure out how to defeat these Kryptonians kind of on their own. Yeah. No, I did like that as well. It was kind of like, but I was also like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, well, I guess literally. How? I guess literally. They're, well, they're we know Supergirl's in this, so there's potential. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the wild card. Well, it started out, well, they kind of pivoted that. They were yeah. like, oh, I created a world where there's no metahumans, but then they like find one. Then they just were. Yeah, that's a bit of a plot. <laughs> they were there I was anyway. like, you're going to talk about how you were wrong there? Or yeah. You're going to talk about how you just yeah, lied yeah, to yeah. us? Um, Let's talk performances as we're kind of leaning into that anyway. Yeah. Speaking, it's quite funny. I clearly started to write a sentence and just wrote, I genuinely cannot and stopped. <laughs> I just can't. Just can't with this. I don't know. Probably Ezra, something. Probably Ezra Miller, maybe. You know. But I really liked the Supergirl character. I thought Sasha Cal as that was... You like, just think she's hot. Yeah, she is. <sighs> not a, not I really I think the internet's my, getting a bit over the top about it. Not really my type. I mean, when she got the longer hair, sure. A lot of she had the long hair the whole time. Did she? Did she? Did she? She's certainly got like She's an got emo a bit look more to her. Goth look in most of the stuff I'm seeing here. But uh, I you thought know. it. I it was it was interesting because like if you go back and watch that Man of Steel movie, it takes a long time for Clark Kent as a child to come to terms with his powers. And he just kind of yada yada over it with her. She was just like, yeah. "Yeah, I guess I can fly and beat people." Like, boom, bam, boom. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good at this, guys. Yeah. Hey, I'm right here, but. I liked it. I thought there was some some steps skipped with this character and some of the other stuff in it. But as like a, a secondary character in this, she was very compelling. Yeah. yeah I'd no, like to I, see her I come I did back. like her as well. Yeah. I mean, she didn't have much to work with, but the no. moodiness was like very like, maybe it was just like refreshing to see someone like angry. That yeah. Is in a Superman style scenario where yeah. like, usually Superman's so fucking boring to me. <laughs> so, like, you wait. So, white bro. You wait till it comes out. When James Gunn's comes out, it'll Dude, blow your mind. It'll be the first Superman movie if he does this that I actually like. Yeah, I think I think you will. I think you'll change your mind that, about Superman. If he pulls that off. I think he will. I love the outfit, by the way. It yeah. was very Man of Steel. It looked exactly the same as a Man of Steel one to me. I mentioned the Allens before, so that would be the mum and dad. So we've got Nora Allen and Henry Allen. So a big through storyline of this film, which comes almost direct from some of the comics, is that Barry Allen's father is on trial for the murder of his mum, but Barry Allen believes he didn't do it. And I quite like the emotional side of that that brought to this film. It gave him like a real anchor point. I, I did really like that. And I also liked that like they didn't, they didn't tell us, right? We didn't know if if the dad had done it at that point. But Barry believed it, so you were like, "Yeah, I guess it must be." Real. Yeah, but he was a kid. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, even he's when also they, Ezra Miller. Even so when they cut idiot. back, like, it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't entirely clear. You were, sure. They hinted, right? But it wasn't. I, I did like that. So you were kind of kept on your toes. Um, that whole sequence, like, was yeah. You you was it was well acted and um, well cast. I thought. The, I think so too. I like. Kid I, was a bit weird looking. The though. kid was. He was really off-putting. Because it was just like, what well, you know, it's one of those kids that's like too smart. No. Too early, like ultra mature at like six. Oh, yeah. He I know what you mean. He felt like that yeah. kind of kid. He felt like a kid who would be in like one of the sinister movies or something yeah. like that. You know, the ones where like it, the, the kid turns out to be possessed or some shit. Yeah. That's what he looks like he should be in. I just realized 
Tom Curry's in this, or Tamora Morrison is Tom oh, Curry. Yeah. That was a pretty funny sequence. Wait, Tamora Morrison was Tom Cruise? Tom Curry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aquaman's he, dad. Little, little cameo. Yeah, he gets a little cameo. We'll talk about cameos at the end. Funny. There's some fun ones. In fact, speaking of cameos, the best part of this movie was a return to Game of Thrones in the DC universes. So if you remember, we talked about Batman Begins a couple of weeks ago, yes. which had the best casting in of, you know, King Joffrey as small, annoying child. <laughs> like, we did, we did get a fantastic cameo. From none other than Jamie Lannister himself, Nicholas. Is it real? Yes. Why? What? I don't know. Why was, Why was Joffrey in the first one? How much did he get paid for that? I don't know. I just love that it's this random ass. He just comes in and out. You know what I mean? Like he's it's literally there. a half a sequence. Doesn't he steal like a pizza off him or something? The Flash. Yeah. Yes, that was Jamie Lannister eating that pizza. <laughs> literally steals. Speaking of, right, so. Let's address the elephant in the room. I know I'm very anti-Ezra Miller. Go and look him up. Actually do a bit of homework. They're not a good person. Ezra Miller actually does a pretty good job in this. Like, Mm. there's a lot of times where there are two of him on screen and he's clearly had to act both of those roles. And with moving cameras, that's surely pretty hard. So I've got to actually say, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I... And I can see why they didn't just like CGI him out because mm. he is literally in every scene of this movie. I can't think of a scene he's not in. No, you couldn't. You you can't do that. You just cancel the movie. You, well, you'd have to. Yeah. They're too central to this film to, you know, either CGI over the face or just recast. Like you, if you recast Barry Allen in this, <laughs> you are committing to refilming 90% of the film, maybe more. So like I mean everything. Like I have yeah. to I have to admit like it's not a terrible performance. It's not and you can separate the person from the art. I am personally haven't read up on Ezra Miller. I've, there was so much going on with him. So much. Like week after week after week. Wasn't some of it like well I guess like it could be an excuse, but didn't they say he's got like some mental shit going on? It's, I mean maybe fair to caveat that. Anyway, the point being uh I also enjoyed his performance. Yeah. I did like it. Not going to lie. I thought it was pretty funny for the most part. I thought it was weird how he just gets super buff when he puts on the suit. And then he's this skinny, shrimpy guy he outside was pretty, of it. He's pretty shredded, though. Yeah, but not like buff, not the yeah. suit level yeah, buff. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, that's fair. It got quite confusing that at one point, the younger Barry Allen just put on the regular suit. And I'm like, I'm just trying to imagine from like a normal person's perspective. Like, not everyone you know does a podcast where we talk this in depth about stupid films like this yes like this if you're true. just a regular like, let's say you're just taking your kid to see a film they're excited to see yep. you go and see it and then all of a sudden there's a main person then there's a second main person then all of a sudden the second main person has the first main person suit on mm-hmm. and you're like what is happening here like that could be pretty confusing to just you know your general audiences who don't know all about multiverses i agree and like also like People have multiverse fatigue, I would think, but that's oh, a separate thing. Absolutely. Well, talk to me a bit about pacing then. How did you think about the pacing with this film? I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was an all right movie, man. I, I honestly thought that this movie would have higher ratings than what we got. I'm not going to lie. Like overall, it was, you know, slow a bit because you just knew everything that was going to happen. Absolutely. Like everything Agreed. to a T almost the, the, the one twist wasn't even that, like, it was pretty obvious. Oh, it was so yeah. obvious. Yeah. 
Um, the thing, the thing I found most interesting about this was there was a lot more comedy in it, and I think it slowed it down a bit. Like, I, I think the pacing was fine. But like, thank I, God there was comedy. It needed it. Yeah, if there wasn't, fuck. It really needed it. Yeah. I think they overdid it at certain points, but it literally like it broke the movie up in a way that made it slightly more digestible all the way through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think? Like, with, given like. I agree with that. And like, it was so run of the mill plot wise and the comedy kind of carried it. Yeah. Pacing. Why do you think Tom Cruise and Stephen King were so into it? Is it just, (laughs) is it just cause what's his name's back? Probably money. No, I reckon, I reckon it's just the nostalgia of, uh, having having their Batman back. Maybe that goes a long way. You know, I think it's for some people, Yeah, but that's the eighties man. Like that's 89. Okay. Let's be logistic. It makes sense for their whole, their age. That's over 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, your regular audiences. Is Michael Keaton a draw for your regular audiences? No. Like, you've never seen those films. No, but I'm talking about those two guys. No, yeah, I, I 100%. Understand. No. I understand. Yeah. No. But when we went into this and you knew Michael Keaton was going to be in it as Batman, did that make you go... I mean, we've talked about this, but did you go no. like, that's a reason I want to see no. this? So, no. Like, in fact, Michael Keaton, if I'm going to be honest, I think is an overrated actor. My dad hmm. loves him. Interesting. He's like a big hit in my dad's generation. All those guys that like, like what my dad's what early fifties, mid fifties. He, that generation loves him. Did your dad go and see this movie? Probably not. But well, there's your problem. Yeah, but if, but if I told right? him he was in it, he would go see it. Surely he'd hundred percent. He's in all of the trailers. He's everywhere. Mark. I, I, he's, yeah, he's not really plugged in. Fair but enough. if I said it, there's a new like superhero movie and it has Michael Keaton returning as Batman, he'd be like, let's go see it. Oh really? That's sure. interesting. Yeah, for sure. That's interesting. I wonder if that's the market they were hoping for, but didn't quite hit. Cause like, yeah, yeah I would say like, it's harder to hit that market. Because a lot of the marketing techniques they go for these days probably don't quite extend to that market. It just and also those movies probably as big as they were. I got to imagine just weren't as big as the other ones that we've seen, like like the Spider Man movies that sure. really bring the nostalgia back. Like it's just. Uh, but it's if you think big. about the Spider Man movies, like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they're still very much in the zeitgeist. That's like the first. So is Michael Keaton. He's in a lot of big movies, Birdman, but not superhero movies. No. Not in the same capacity. Well, neither, and neither was Toby, like, to be fair, for years. So, when did the last Spider 2012, the last Spider Man film came I out? I take your point, but I guess it's like, not 33 years but, but ago. Keaton is just as involved, as relevant, if not more relevant today as an actor than Toby McGuire is. But as Batman. Why does that matter? You're saying Keaton's the draw. You're saying Keaton's the whole draw. You're saying, like, as yeah. Batman. I'm not saying Keaton in general. Yeah, Keaton's, like, Keaton's his thing. Yeah. I don't think people went to that's spider-man the, for toby qu- either i i disagree with that i, I think, think that, a lot of people why. did i think that anticipation uh, and all of the build-up and all of the rumors and all of the hype of the well that's Scarfield the one thing there was actual hype to this one they just revealed that he was in it well in the trailer well exactly so they, well, they've already so. shot themselves in the foot it's yeah. madness i did like the characterization of the older batman i did think that was pretty fun like i agree with your sentiments before going in though that like seeing him move like that and fight i was a bit like He's 60 if he's a day. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, happening. You don't move. Like, and he's got tech and all that stuff. But like, bro, you can barely like, you know, I don't know. Interesting. I just, he doesn't, you look at the guy, he doesn't seem like, I, yeah. I honestly just wish we got more Ben Affleck. Yeah, same. I actually agree with that yeah. after coming out of this. So yeah. let's talk about cinematography and world building then. Now, the thing 
one of the things I really liked about this movie was at the beginning, you kind of mentioned a moment ago, that world building scene of Batman's, you know, trying to catch the bad guys mm-hmm. and the Flash is kind of the janitor. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Oh, the janitor. Yeah, they do call him the janitor. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He's cleaning up the mess of like, well. Because he can. I mean, I like that dynamic as well, but it was like yeah. so short-lived. I guess like the problem is that dynamic feels like it needed to be built more thoroughly out over like other than just the one 100%. movie that happened. 100%. And we're going to talk about that yeah. more in spoilers. And it would have been better. Um, Very much. The thing I, But I, I did like that aspect though, right? Yeah. Where he shows up in there, you're like, fuck, this guy's got to solve it now or there, you're fucked. Completely. Yeah, I, I good, did like that dynamic. the Flash had evolved character-wise. Like he had like obviously mastered a lot of his powers. You see him like running up buildings and stuff. Like a mm. lot of it's already in the trailers. I, I did like that, but that point you made there is so bang on the money. We've only seen him in Justice League. Is that it? And now this. Is it's that like, it? Is that all he's been in? Literally. Wow. Like... There is a huge chunk missing that. And I'm not asking for more Ezra Miller movies. That's not what Sounds I want. Like what you're asking for. What I think is, I think in a world which they didn't cast Ezra Miller and there was, you know, a logical person involved in these films, they wouldn't have gone from, he is involved in this Justice League movie to the multiverse is breaking. There'd be some steps of seeing him evolve as a character, yeah, right? I agree. Like, and and, you know and establishing I mean? himself as that. Totally. Peter Parker type, you know, up and coming guy, little laughable totally. character in this. Big. Look, I, you know, do you think, do you think the Flash is like a big character in general though? I would say in the comics. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the core Justice League. Which is interesting. Cause like, to me, I just, he seems like he'd be just like, he's just like a, basically he's like one eighth of Superman. <laughs> Like he's not very yeah, but Batman's none of it, which makes him cooler because he still fucking puts up. He's a badass. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He still gets brought into it. Yeah. Meetings. It's like, you're just a poor man. Superman. Like he is the janitor. So I like that. They play with that. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, it, it, it is an interesting yeah. one as well. I do. Like, like I say, I do have more problems with the cinematography and world building. We'll save them for the end. Cause a lot of it kind of trails into spoilers, which, it's a bit frustrating, but we'll talk about it. So I, I just wanted to ask you one question, moving on, because we are kind of talking about action a bit anyway. Mm-hmm. Can you just explain for me this, right? Explain me one thing about this movie, specifically. Now, you have a superhero, right? And you were talking about it a second ago, whose whole thing is running. Yeah. Right. That's it, right? He, he runs. Why would you choose an actor who literally looks like that only knowledge of running was explained to them by an alien who's probably blind. Yeah. Like, basically, like, like, he just doesn't look like he knows how to run. It's pretty, like, I, it feels like a conscious choice. They made that he's, like, gonna run weird, and it's like, that's why he's so fast. No. Dude, it's surely somebody would have said something. Why didn't they? Why didn't someone go, hey, man, that's not how human beings did. run. And they were like, we want him to, like, run different, because... It's like a part of his power. Like, that's probably what they were saying. But they did make fun of it. Did they? A, oh, did they? I missed a, that. In that sequence when he loses his powers. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, they did it when he's running around uh, the room. Looking, yeah. yeah, that's Looking true. like an absolute dildo. Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> like, it was Dude, fucking funny. I made that joke to someone recently, and they went, "That's I, I can't abide by that. And I was like, why not? They were you like, you can't say dildo now. Because dildos are actually useful. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not to me. Well, I mean, not to uh, us. But I, don't, I don't know what your proclivities yeah, are. Yeah, it sounds but not too for intense me. for me, bro. Uh, that's in terms of funny. action, though, like I did quite enjoy some of the, some of the action in this. Like I thought that initial scene that's in the trailers where he's catching all the babies is. I thought it was kind of funny, even though everything looked horrible. It did. Like that those was babies. Bad. That were, was bad CGI as well. Yeah, that was PS4, PS4, yeah. PS2 cutscene level. Yeah, it was bad. That was so. So and we're talking about CGI anyway. So I'm gonna move into this. I've got a lot of complaints about it. Like they, I know that the the director said like, oh, it's like a stylistic choice, but no. Did he? No. They, they yeah. He, so the director literally said it's a stylistic choice because when Flash is running and everything around him is warped everything would look different. It's like, that is a grade A bullshit excuse. That's not pretty. It's a pretty good. You ran out of money. It's a pretty good spin. No. You ran I out mean, of like, money. I mean, like, it's a fucking great spin. Not, nothing It's a CGI artist. In fact, I think probably with what they were given, they did, you know, all right. I think if I'm the director, what do I say? We ran out of money? No, that's exactly what I say. Yeah, well, great, yeah of course. Great salesman. You are literally I'm loving trying that. to save face by this point. I, I think that that is a sound answer. I agree. But then tell me then, did you, did any of the CGI look anything no. like good to you? No, because he was running the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about a bit there he wasn't running. So that that fight, one of my favorite bits of the whole movie is when you saw Batman doing the chase scene down the street. So Batman is literally chasing at the beginning on his bike. So the, yeah, when, that when cool. it's still Ben Affleck, yeah. it looks awesome. It's yeah. amazing, like super cool, almost kind of reminiscent of that uh the Chris Nolan one where he's mm -hmm. on the bike chasing down the Joker. Yeah. Really, really nice. And like, even in daylight looks good. Yeah, it was good. And then he fires a grapple hook at the, at the tank he's chasing. So bad. And he's pinging around like a bloody yeah. pinball. And there was like multiple points where like the wire of his thing crossed another wire. And yeah. it, like, they didn't even like, I was like, well, that would have caused chaos. And it's like, bro, you're dead. Yeah. Like you need a whiplash and just like, it, it, you're right. It looks like a, a frame rate thing when the video game where it like skips parts or so like, bad or someone like leans through the wall. Yeah. You know, cause the character blocking. Is yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like something stupid like that. No, the, I, I remember that. The interesting that thing about the Batman sprites, I'm going to call them that because they are, they're not, it's, there's not based on humans. They're just CGI. <laughs> the Batman sprites is that the, the, the shape of their body is just so out of proportion. Talk to me more about the shape of Batman's body. <laughs> well, Michael Keaton, who is a quite a skinny man in this, when he's in the bat suit, his shoulders and chest. There was are a lot ginormous. of that. This whole movie. It's it like these so suits bad. are just like fucking steroid inducing <laughs> fucking outfits. And even for fucking Cara Kent, right? She's like she got a fucking boob job when she put on the suit. Yeah, everything changed. It was just like saying, saying that she was wearing a sack before, so it's not difficult to <laughs> well she was, was looking shrimpy it was figure hugging yeah yeah but that was the sun as well if you remember the sun region yeah the motion because he's running fast i get it all of that stuff yeah. yeah well what we do now is we talk a little bit about tones and themes and you know what for a movie that i'm really bagging on it had some pretty deep tones and themes what would you say was the big theme of this movie i think letting go of the past and you know accepting the consequence of your actions really like Mm. I know they're pretty like black and white, but those are the ones that really screamed at me. Yeah, I think so. Letting go of the past, you know, accepting the trauma. Yeah. Stuff. Tra like that like yeah. trauma is what makes a superhero. 
Which is interesting because that harkens back to talking yeah. about Across the Spider-Verse the other yeah. week. Our, our weaknesses, well, it's that they did the oppo-tropo of yeah. that. But yeah. yeah, I think like, you know, our, our tragedies are what make us and like how we respond to them is just as important as the fact that they occurred. Yeah, you know, absolutely. If they didn't occur, you'd be different and maybe not for the better. You well, might turn into a You bro. wouldn't be for the better. Apparently that's my problem. I just <laughs> needed to lose my mom. Jesus. What are these themes? Wow. What are these themes they're wow. pushing? Don't say that, DL. Jeez. Of course not. Hectic. That's what, what are these themes, man? All right. What we like to um, do now is we talk a little bit about our three best and three worst. So three reasons, non-spoilers, why you might want to see this film. Three reasons why you might not. DL, give me your three best. Bro Flash. I liked Bro, bro Flash. Flash. Pretty funny. We haven't really talked about that too much, but that's great. Yeah, the the dichotomy between like the two flashes are very, very different. One's like this bro, one's like this like really neurotic dude. Uh tied to emotion, right? Which is you know the best superhero stuff is. I thought they we talked about that. They nailed that family dynamic and the impact and and really the the relationship between the two flashes as well. I thought they did a pretty good job there. And a fairly good standard but good story with a nice bow, you know, maybe a bit too long, but, you know, comedic with uh, a tropey story, but it was tight. You know, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot, like, a lot of yeah. fat, I'd say, for yeah. a superhero movie. Okay, cool. Say. Yeah. I'll give you my three best. So first and foremost, I thought Sasha Carl was great in this. She was a little rushed. She had like five words. It's not true. I thought she was great in this. No! Punch! <laughs> Where's Clark? Like, she had I'll a f- help you. She had like five lines. With, with limited amount of screen time, she had a full arc somehow, which I kind of like. <laughs> no, she didn't. I'm really scratching here. I can't think of many things I like about this film. Look, give me a break. Right. I like that I returned to the Man of Steel timeline. And I also like that we probably won't have to talk about any more of these movies until James Gunn actually takes over. I, I know, know they're doing Aquaman 2. It's so funny because I'm so half in on DC. Like, I did want them to, like, I really think do James something Gunn with thing it. It's going to change everything. I, I don't disagree, right? Like, he's obviously eons better than yeah. what we've had for the most part. Like, the fact that this is one of the better DC movies, which I think we can say confidently that it is. Mm. What's better? You can. What's better? You can say that. What's better of the last three they've released? Three. I can't remember what they are. Five. I like, I like Shazam. Ten. Shazam was You like the original Shazam. Yeah. That's not recent. Oh, you want recent? I'm just saying, like, I of can't. the DCU, where does this rank? Definitely top 25%. I thought you said t- top 25. I was going to be like, yeah, no, probably. No. Like, like, the, what, the, like, it's like the <laughs> better majority half. Like, you know. Shaw, sure, you can say that. But would you not? We'll find out when we get to the our famous rating system, okay. won't we? All right. So what are your worsts? Yawn. More multiverse stuff. Yeah, like, I give like, you that. Like, fucking every movie has a multiverse. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I'm... When there's that many multiverses, all the multiverses are boring. Isn't that right? Isn't yes. that interesting? And uh, really not enough impacts to the broader universe for being a multiverse movie, at least at this juncture. Interesting. And maybe that's because they know they got to release Aquaman. <laughs> Do you want to know my f- Before they do that stuff. Well, my first one is, who is this for? It's this finished universe. They keep releasing these films in a yeah. universe that's finished. Is it? Is it? <laughs> we don't know. Is it? Maybe no Batman. Maybe no Batman. <laughs> I don't know. Go on, give me a final one. Like, I would not be shocked if they just reversed course on everything and said, you know what? Snyder's back. Carry on. Like, <laughs> like Carry on regardless. Who knows? 
It's like, we'll just do two timelines. Like, I could see that. I would love to see. Ridiculous. Well, they're, they're at least doing two timelines because there's the Batman. Uh, well, my, I mean, then my, three. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Go, my doing. other ones were Ezra Miller is a problem. And yeah. just, wow, that CGI was just dire. Yeah. Shitty multiverse CGI is one of the other ones I had. And then the third was not enough Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the other DC movies that have come out of late, DL. Mm-hmm. our rating system is basically it's a binary system it's either better or worse than the most average movie that we know of which has to this point always been Aquaman 2018 yes tell me DL is this better or worse than Aquaman 2018 it's better oh wow you know it's better no it's not you're such a liar he's such a liar he's taking the Ezra Miller to separate the art from the dude it is I mean there's another crazy person in the Aquaman movies you can she sucks Who? The one oh, Amber Heard, dead. yeah, Amber. like <laughs> <laughs> literally, not even as like a like a euphemism. <laughs> no, like she, she actually did. just shit on yeah. the bed. <laughs> it There's pictures sexual. of it. The uh, the thing I'm trying to say is, you are lying to yourself if you think that Aquaman's a better movie than this. It's this is a better movie. You sit me down right now and say I have to watch this CGI. You, you would do it no, again. Bendy nonsense. It looks like Stretch Armstrong half of the time. Dude, whatever. They're in water with like bubbles coming out of their mouth. Yeah, that's better yeah, than I, this. No, like I, I just know you're doing this as a bit, and it's frustrating me. It's There's so- no way that you actually believe Aquaman is better than the Flash. None of this is a. This bit. is so much more funnier. It was more entertaining to sit through. I would fall asleep if I watched Aquaman at a theater. I would rather watch Jason Momoa suck for two hours than watch any of Ezra Miller. No, that's that's just false. That's my patently false. That's my reasoning. The let's talk spoilers. Will Aquaman two be better than Aquaman one? That's a real question. I can't wait to have that conversation with you. Or will it be just that's going to be so good. Two shitty movies. Pro- I hope <laughs> that it's just Aquaman again. I hope it's just the same. <laughs> Let's talk spoilers, DL. Spoiler alert, guys. If you don't know anything about The Flash, now is your time to turn away. So, basically, he's the villain. Young Flash is the villain. Created himself by messing with the timeline. And it becomes the young Flash who who he creates or kind of revisits, whose bro Flash cannot give up on a canon event. Is that what we're calling them? I mean, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. It's, it's the Remember same last week across <laughs> two the weeks ago, It's the same thing. Where there thing. were canon events. There's yeah. a couple of events in certain universes that cannot be stopped. Yes. And uh, one of those is, you know, Clara, Clint, Clint, Clara, whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> Supergirl. Supergirl dying along with Batman. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Batman's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's Batman. This version dying. of him. Yeah, this yes. version of him dying. And, uh, you know, Old Mate tries to stop it. He doesn't want the world to collapse because that means the world's end because that means his parents die he dies and we get stuck in a super loop where he over millions and millions and millions of iterations goes back and forth to try and change this slowly slowly but surely getting more and more pieces of i don't know whatever that spiky thing is that krypton krypton he gets each time he does it he keeps getting hit with this krypton metal you think he'd learn to he becomes literally just like a krypton metal monster that's in between multiverses and when you first see that it's like a reverse flash type par- parody. Type. It's not yeah. parody, but like a, a similar type deal. When you first see that dude, it's kind of scary. Yeah, he, he's introduced well before you have any yeah. idea what's going on. That was actually one of the cool parts of yeah. the movie. So when the Flash um, first realizes he can reverse time properly, he is in the speed forcey thing. Yeah. And this weird, like jagged metal monster jumps down and like and just knocks, knocks him, him out, out of the timeline, and which we like, find out eventually is actually on purpose because yeah. he knew the only way, the paradox, right? 
he well, it's existed. the time he needs to be there to yeah. get his powers. It's the only way he could get him to get his powers, and therefore the only way that he could actually get that guy to stop himself from stopping himself. Or Which some is fucking a, stupid time It's thing. a paradox in itself. Yeah. Like That whole thing yeah. is a paradox. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's classic time travel shit. Yeah, I mean, it's cl- I mean, like Dumbledore is wrong. That's it's the it's the same. Yeah. I yeah, it's it's really interesting because it does pull. Like I mentioned, it pulls from the Flashpoint, but it also pulls from Crisis on Infinite, Infinite Earth storylines, and has a lot of the same kind of threads interweaving. Mm. My th- the thing I did like about this was that it was very different in its explanation of the multiverse. I like the spaghetti. There was a lot of spaghetti in this film. Did you notice that? Mm. Like his mum was cooking spaghetti. Batman is cooking spaghetti in a closet for None some of it reason. None looked that good, to be honest. Actually, his mom's spaghetti looked good. The the Batman spaghetti looked... Oh, that was terrible. Like bland as shit. That was all Dante bullshit. <laughs> like, anyway. I, I quite like the explanation of the universe that like, it is not like straight lines. It is just like cooked spaghetti. You just chuck it down. Where it lands, it's going to land. There are bits that intersect. There are some things that might be in other, other universes that are similar. So that's where Michael Keaton could come back. <laughs> it's my third multiversal oh explanation God. in a year. Days. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't care anymore. But yeah, but it was I did, unique. I, it, for, to, to be unique in that kind of setting is pretty impressive. Yeah. I think the, uh, the challenge, like the big problem with this movie was like the ending where what was effectively happening was like kind of a bit like incursions they talk about in the MCU and a bunch of other universes were just, that's the spoiler. Were just colliding. Yeah. And the big spoiler of this is that you see a bunch of old versions of characters. A lot of it was like kind of morbid. Like, Mm. so the the George Reeves Superman first start killed himself, full on killed himself. And nobody has the rights to his likeness. So Warner Brothers is just ripping off his likeness. Christopher Reeve, tragic accident. Adam West recently died, the campy Batman. It's like, this is so morbid. And I kind of get what they're going for. It's supposed to be like this celebration of all these great characters that came beforehand. But I was watching it and I was like, this is making me sad. Mm. Like, you're showing me much better versions of these char- of <laughs> characters who aren't in this film. I'm like, I didn't get there. I just was so like hung up on how fucking terrible it looked. Yeah, how terrible it looked and how it wasn't original. And yeah, um, how everyone's it's just the thing to do these days. And the only yeah. thing I did like, the only good part of that whole scene was when you saw the Nick Cage version of Superman. When did that happen? Was that but like that's, was that like a, a a fucking Easter egg or something that I yes, didn't get? Yes, okay. effectively. So that's a really interesting story, and you can find it online. It's real. There's there's actually a whole documentary about it. It's a Superman that never happened, basically. Oh, so okay. Nick Cage was effectively cast as Superman, and there are there's like videos of him putting on the suit, and he's got long hair in it, and it's this wild fucking story. <laughs> and like in it, the dude who was producing it was like, he's gonna fight a big metal uh, uh, spider. He's going to, that's what he has to do. Like, cause of course, Superman always fights big metal <laughs> spiders. Right. But interestingly that, that all got canceled. Long story short. And the guy who did it, his next movie was wild, wild west, which mm. has a big metal spider oh, in it. Guy really likes those. Really spiders. likes big metal spiders. So it's, a, it goes back to my point. I love that. That scene yeah. for me, I was like, that's fun. That's a thing that never happened. But in this infinite, amount of universes could have happened but who the fuck is that for except for me like like i'm nobody, like nobody 0.5 percent of the target audience for nobody this. yeah it's like nonsense so, so 
what what is happening with this film? Yeah, I mean, at the end, and so in the end, you know, they do rectify it somehow. What happens? He basically so Reverse Flash tries to kill our version of the, our version of Flash, the main timeline version yeah. of Barry Allen, because he realizes that the only way to fix this is to sacrifice his mom. Yes, yes. right. And as Reverse Flash, they should call him that, and that's not right. <laughs> goes to murder Barry Allen to stop it happening. The young, brash, not yet turned into this machine, weird-looking thing, Barry Allen, steps in and saves him. Is that right? Yes. Nonsense. Well, what was the reverse Flash trying to do? He was trying to save his universe. Still. Yes. So he, I thought he had, had, had some... But didn't he, like, purposely realize something about our version of Barry that needed to happen, which is why he knocked him out at that particular time? He needed to knock him out of the, to create the himself? speed force so that he would get his powers. So uh, he doesn't get the powers got it, got in it, that universe without... Right yeah, exactly. So that's why I was saying before, yeah. it's a super paradox. Yeah. It's complete nonsense. Okay, so moving on from that bullshit. Yes. The net net of it is we do end up sacrificing that universe. We do. We do end up everyone in it. changing the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. That we... we you know, he had originally put the tomatoes back in the cart, which was the main reason, the main thing that stopped his mom from dying. Takes the cart out. That's a very emotive moment. I like that, that scene. That was a good scene where he says goodbye to his mom. His mom I felt know Ezra him. Miller looked like a real human being for a moment. Yeah, Ezra Miller did that well. His mom doesn't know it's him. Parts away. He does make one minor change. Which means his dad... So his dad is convicted on the fact there's no evidence proving that he went to the store and to couldn't have tomatoes to kill the mom, where... In this new version, Ezra Miller's, sorry, Barry Allen has moved the tomatoes to the top shelf so that he has to look up at a digital camera. So that he at least has his dad. And he has his dad out of prison. So in the real timeline, his dad can actually get out of prison. Butterfly effect again. What do we the get? The big hijinks at the end of it was that now we have this cameo of George Clooney returning as the Batman. Which nobody wanted. Nobody asked for. I don't know why that's there. That's Nobody asked Batman. for that. Net, net more Batman. Too many Batmans. Too many so Batmans. Nobody asked for that. Now that that's all done, we can also say that there was no after credit scene to analyze. Of worth talking about. Yeah. It, was utter, it was utter nonsense. Yeah. So the why don't thing. we, rather than that, why don't we say, this is obviously how they're going to transition into some new. Sure new I would have thought universe so. I would imagine I would have hoped so with that in mind with the James Gunn DCU starting yes who makes the, the cut, cut? <laughs> who is the weakest link do I'm gonna I have a game with you Tommy please I'm gonna say a name you say yay or nay to is, is James this... Gunn's to okay. appearing in James Gunn's and some of these are already out I think so is this if I want to see them or if they're likely to you can give me both okay cool hit me henry cavill <laughs> henry cavill is not gonna be the new superman he's going for a younger superman however i think down the line they will do a version with older superman in it in it and have it be henry yes okay with think, james gunn i think that'll be 15 years in the future oh uh, so you think like it's not even gonna be james gunn maybe maybe it is maybe he's still around you don't uh, i mean know. you don't know yeah i mean what's his name feige's still doing the mcu yeah. so maybe all right cyborg 
Cyborg is way out. Yeah, like out. that. That he's actor. So out. He wasn't does even. Not want to He wasn't even in this. Like no. Uh, Aquaman. This is kind of cheating because it's been confirmed, hasn't it? I think no. I think he's gonna come back as Lobo, a what, different character. But why? Because he looks like the character. He looks like the character. He should be. He should have been him in the first place. He looks nothing like Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman's fucking why blonde. With the blonde hair? Yeah. So Aquaman looks like George Jetson had like had a cousin. <laughs> anyway, the or Barbie. There are cool Rubble. versions of the blonde Aquaman, but like he looks like this Lobo guy. Yeah. That's just who he should be. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they're just not even gonna acknowledge. I am intrigued because he was the post credit scene. So yeah, who okay. knows? Uh, look, like pick a Batman. Let's go. Who's through, in? Who's let's out? Let's go through the Batman. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Batfleck. Uh, He's out. He doesn't want to fucking do this anymore. That's too bad because actually we never really got. Oh yeah, we should have had a full him. movie of him. We never really got him. I think yeah. he was good, but he's out. Yeah. Keaton. Out. That's your, what's your call though? I'm interested in your, your... he's a 70 year old man <laughs> who actually he shouldn't be, who Batman actually anymore. gets good movies. Yeah. He doesn't need this. He, he can do yeah. whatever he wants. Yeah. He just needs to be in this. Uh, George Clooney. Surely that's just to piss people off. I feel like that's a one and done. Yeah. Like why would they bring, unless they brought him back for like another one and done. Like one more, like the, I, yeah. I, this movie should have ended with like a big bang and a white screen. That should have been it. And then next movie is them going, picking up the pieces. Yeah. Going, who's left? I don't know. Oh my God. You're Batman now. That's what, like, it's dumb, but that's the only way this could have ended Dude, well. Wh like, I just, you can't, what I don't understand, you add Clooney, you cannot, you cannot add and create another Batman in James Gunn's universe. It cannot happen. They're doing it. You cannot do it. This is ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. You either include, you either keep it Ben Affleck. He doesn't want to do it though. I'm just saying. And why would he? I'm saying what you do. You either keep it as Ben Affleck. Yeah. Or there is no Batman in this DCU for an extended period of time. It is unfair to have Pat and Bat put on this great performance in this side thing to have him just be upstaged by another Batman. It's just like actually like give give him time to breathe. He did something cool I'm with it. Very, I'm it's, very with it's this. It's fucking bullshit. I really want them to stop making Batman. Movies. Yeah, it's bullshit. Just for a hot minute. <laughs> so we've Let's... decided what we want. Yes. We don't know what they'll do. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued yeah. to see what James Gunn's <clears throat> Gal Gadot. Ah, uh, she's the one I would bring back. She's perfect for it. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. I think they should pick one, like two, two stalwarts, yeah. right? And I don't know who the other one is because they're going for a younger Superman. I'd like it to be Cavill, but they're going for a younger Superman. Ben Affleck would rather die than do another Batman film. Is that really true? He just is so sick of it. He's he just barely like, did any. Well, that's the problem. Because he, he was gonna he was gonna direct and star in the yeah. the Batman, yeah. which wore him down, wore him out, and he ended yeah. up going, fuck this, I'll just direct it. And then they wore him down further. He had like alcohol problems and all this, probably yeah. because of this stupid <laughs> fandom. And then he went fuck you know what i'm not even going to direct it so they then went and made the like one of the best batman movies of all time without him and he's like oh. and he's like <laughs> fuck man like, <laughs> what is happening <laughs> so like why would you go back i don't know uh, i don't know why he went back for this even though he uh, for all intents and purposes it sounds like he had a great time on set all right i think 
Aquaman's the, the only other one. It's so we're like, thinking Gal Gadot. Yes, yeah, we agreed. want and we think. Shazam. He's the one. Shazam He's is, a, I was going to say, Shazam in or out. Three. There, there, are, there are three. That's two fingers. There are three that tie, that tie over. Three characters only. It's mm. Gal Gadot. It's Shazam. And it's Harley Quinn. They're the only three you bring back. I think Peacemaker will come back because they're doing a season two of the show. James Gunn. And it's James Gunn's thing already. But they're the three, I would say. Black Adam's toast. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's out. I'm out. All right, DL. Let's finish up then. Do you want some true or false trivia for this goddamn movie? Sure. True or false, DL? This movie, announced back in 2014, spanned all but one of the nine seasons of the cw flash tv show is that true or is that false uh false it is false because it actually spanned all nine seasons the production of this movie took so long they did all of these arcs and significantly more and probably better and a tv show version which is mental that's a lot yeah that's a long time true or false yeah in the timeline altered by Barry Allen, the 1985 film Back to the Future mentioned as starring Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly was actually a reference to real life. Is that mm. true or is that false? True. It is true. Any eagle-eyed viewers know that Eric Stoltz was actually originally cast as Marty McFly because, well, Michael J. Fox was the first choice, but he had prior commitments to the NBC TV show he was currently on. Stoltz came in, filmed a little bit. They went, actually, this, this isn't quite right. Mm. And there's this really interesting, uh, I watched a really interesting documentary about it where literally Michael J. Fox would, in the daytime, film the TV show and at the nighttime film Back to the Future. Wow. And they were like, when does he sleep? And he would sleep while driving between sets. That's all Jesus. the sleep he would get. Cra- crazy. Good for him. Like, good for him. Finally, DL, final bit of true-false trivia. When an unfinished edit of this film was shown to a test audience in 2002, it purportedly gained some of the highest test scores seen by testing audiences for a Warner Brothers film since The Dark Knight in 2008. Is that trivia true or is that trivia false? I'm not buying buying it. That's false. It's actually true. (laughs) Warner Brothers was so pleased with the reaction that they confirmed the release date pretty much immediately after that. Okay. Madness. This is not that good a film. It's not bad, but it's Who not Who saw good. the screen? <laughs> Stephen King and Tom Cruise, apparently. That was the, the only two who saw it. Ultimately, I thought it was a CGI mess. I thought the the heartbeat of the story was drowned out by the fact you had this terrible person as the lead actor. I know you want to separate the art and the person. I, ju- I just couldn't. I just I got to read up. But yeah, no, I could. I reckon that's all, folks, for, for this film. Very quickly, DL. We had correspondence from one of our new listeners. And thank you, friend of the show, Andrew. We really appreciate it. You find us over. You can find us at Podcast Assemble or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. They sent us the gameplay reveal for the Spider-Man 2. I know we talked video game. I know we talked a little bit about this a couple of weeks ago and said, bro, this looks so freaking good. How psyched are you guys for this? Not as psyched as you guys. I never finished the first. What? But I, and I didn't even play the Miles Morales one, but I will eventually. I just, you know, I haven't. So probably stoked, but not as stoked as you both. Interesting. I, I'm super stoked for that. And I'm glad you are too, friends. Andrew, thanks for listening, mate. We appreciate it. One final bit of correspondence then. Friend of the show, Chris. I mentioned he sent us the 
Star Wars Outlaws. That's quite hard to say. Star Wars Outlaws news that we talked about. Mm-hmm. He said it looks fairly similar to the old Knights of the Old Republic style video games, wow. which apparently they're doing uh, a remake of. Yeah, coming that up looks soon really too. good. Which are we more excited about? The Knights of the Old Republic remake or this Star Wars Outlaws? Probably the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Ooh, fun. I, think I always wanted to play that back in the day. Yeah, I mean, if it's an actual remake, that's for sure going to be really good. Because it looks, I mean, like, like just not that. just like a remaster, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a re- proper remake. That'd like a good. ground up. Yeah. Changing everything. I, I completely agree. I'm with you on that. I think Knights of the Old Republic, it's a classic of the Star Wars genre. So I'm totally down to see the remake of that. Yeah, me too. DL, do you want to wrap up the show? You know I do. Um, <laughs> I want to get the fuck out of this room. <laughs> I am a bit tired. It's a late one today. Uh, can we all pass on the pod? As we've said, you know, give us a uh, give us a review. I always say oh, yeah. five asterisk, five star. Do what you will. Five star, baby. What you want? If you want to do five, you can. You don't really have. To. And if you know anyone who likes this kind of geeky nonsense. Pass it on. Hot potato that. Hot potato it. Agreed. And and it, while you're at it, if you could perhaps check out our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. YouTube, you know, the monetization king. Fresh stuff uh, coming up there all the time. Yeah, we got posts there. Kind of deep dives on things we talk about. Analysis. Hopefully some funny stuff too. And we'd love you to kind of continue listening and pass on the pod to friends. Please do. Where can they find us? If you'd like, if you'd like what you're hearing, um, they can find us at the podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Three weeks in a row. It's, yeah. it's a new record, guys. Until then, laters, gators. Tell you. And we, we love you guys. Just keep listening. Thank you. Until next time.